Do you consider yourself a leader or a boss? This question doesn't just apply to the workplace. It can also refer to your home and your personal relationships just as strongly. The question is, do you lead people or do you just tell them what you want done without any consideration or explanation? Do you encourage and develop your team or do you use criticism and protect only your own interests? Friends, the world is full of bosses and there are far too few leaders. So the question remains, do you consider yourself a leader or a boss? Welcome back to the Do More Podcast. My name is Ben from benribble.com coaching, where we focus on three foundational pillars in our coaching model, and those are leadership, productivity, and organization. Now, if you think that you would like to try out our coaching, our one-on-one coaching program, then I have some great news for you. We have some free 30-minute discovery coaching sessions available right now. All you have to do is jump over to laserfocused.life. That's L-A-S-E-R F-O-C-U-S-E-D dot L-I-F-E, laserfocused.life, and sign up for that free 30-minute discovery session where you're going to meet me one-on-one, and we're going to determine if our coaching system, the benribble.com coaching system, is right for you. So I want you to come prepared to discuss your previous wins and failures, as well as your hopes and your dreams and everything that you hope to achieve in your future. Because again, my goal is to help you achieve and maintain success at work, but more importantly, in your life in general. So again, check that out. Free 30-minute discovery coaching session at laserfocused.life. Now, I have one other exciting announcement to let you know about before we jump into today's content. Um, You can get your voice heard on this podcast. All you have to do is jump over to podinbox.com slash do more. And there you're going to find um, a, a location where you can record a message and it will submit to our, our um, podcast team and we'll determine if, um, if it's something that we want to put on a future episode of the do more podcast. So you can, um, you know, ask us questions, ask us anything really, or you can respond to a prompt. And to make it easy for you, if you just want to respond to this prompt, where are you listening to the Do More podcast from? Let's do that. Let's start there. Just jump over to podinbox.com and leave me a, a voice message saying where you are listening from. I would greatly appreciate it. All right. So let's jump back into today's content. We're talking about Are you a boss or are you a leader? And since leaders across this country now are rather scarce, you can really make a name for yourself by becoming a very good leader. You'll enjoy more career opportunities and have a far fewer challenges with your employees. And goodness knows that is one thing that we definitely want in our lives is fewer challenges with our employees. So, Not only is being a leader important uh, or being a good leader important in the workplace, but it's also important or helpful really at home with your kids, with your spouse, um, dealing with everything in your life. Being a good leader can get you further. Just using these fundamental um, 
ideas can help you further your your career and just life in general. So I want you to take advantage of some of these ideas to become a more effective leader and not so much a boss. So first and foremost, you need to lead by example. And I'm going to say that again and maybe a little louder for those in the back. Lead by example. So a boss, conversely, just sits on the sidelines and allows others to do the hard work. They might direct, they might delegate and say, you go do this, you go do this. But a leader is the exact opposite. A leader is out in front of his or her people showing the way, leading by example. A leader gets involved and shows his team uh, or her team that what is being done is important. It's important enough that he or she is doing the work themselves. A boss however, just makes a request or demands and then walks away. Which one do you think is more effective? Being a boss or being a leader? Definitely being a leader in this situation, right? So here's another tip for you. Number two, leaders are driven by a purpose. There is an overall goal or a mission that, that these leaders have in mind. And people following a leader, they want to be inspired and empowered. That's what drives them. They understand the mission. And this is a very different concept than providing a to-do list without any context. And that, my friends, is more like what a boss would do. This, here, do this, get it done. Handing you a list and saying, here, get this done. A little bit different, right? Leaders are driven by a purpose and they, they show and share that, that vision and that purpose. Number three, leaders tend to delegate, right? Leaders show that vision. They, they share that vision and then they give everybody a little bit of a part of that vision in a way that, so that everybody contributes, everybody can take some ownership in this um, in this vision, right? Bosses tend to micromanage. A boss just watches over your shoulder to make sure that you're doing it the way they want it done. But a leader is going to delegate and give you some freedom. And that's what you need, really. You To be a good leader, you need to delegate and give your team some freedom. Um, but that doesn't mean that you don't have space um, you know, specific standards set in place, you do have to have those standards and it's good to be explicit with those standards. But a boss micromanages those, um, those expectations. A leader, conversely, trusts his or her people where a boss struggles to relinquish any control. A leader is surrounded by people that complement his or her weaknesses and a boss hires people that don't make him or her feel threatened. Think about that for a second. A boss always has a weaker team. One more time, because this is important. A boss is always going to have a weaker team. The team can't accomplish as much because they're not empowered. They haven't been given the freedom to do what needs to be done. The team is also weaker because the boss doesn't want strong employees. Remember, that would threaten him or her. These employees might shine brighter than he or she does. And goodness knows that is not what a boss wants. 
A leader, however, tends to, as I used to always say and still say, is as a leader, it's my responsibility to train myself out of a job, right? To train the team around me to the point that they don't need me anymore. That is my ultimate goal. Train them so that they don't need me. They can do the job as good as or better than me because they can own that job. Number four, leaders value respect. But a boss oftentimes wants to be feared. And I'm going to tell you right now, point blank, that fear might be effective in the short term, but will never be a long-term solution. A boss wants to be feared, but leaders value respect. On the surface, a boss might appear um, you know, to be similar in, in, in the way that they act, but really the differences become striking when you start to notice that a boss is, is um, using these fear tactics. You're going to start to notice some, some little nuances, some little changes. And um, you know, for instance, a leader is willing to use enthusiasm and skill and expertise to encourage others to respect and follow him, but a boss is going to use those fear tactics and threats even to gain compliance. Think about that from from you know your past. Have you ever run into a situation where you thought somebody was a leader, and then all of a sudden they start pulling they start pulling out these these um, fear tactics or even threats to get you to comply? Be careful about that. It can sneak up on a person. And sometimes, I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes as a leader, it's easy to try and and fall into those threats because that is, well, let's be honest, it's the easier route to take. It's definitely harder to gain respect and to um, to you know to let go of some of the the things that you um, as a as a leader have to um, have to be accountable for. But you really have to. You have to trust your team. And again, that enthusiasm, skill, and expertise in encouraging others is going to be the big, big differentiator there. So leaders have the best wishes of their followers in mind all the time, right? Those who follow a boss sometimes, oftentimes, secretly want them to fail. Yeah, that's... um. That's a hard truth to, to swallow as a, as, a, as a leader who maybe is taking more of a boss role, that your people may actually be rooting for you to fail. That should be a wake-up call. That should be a huge and loud wake-up call. Number five, a leader develops new leaders. And remember I said this, I, I said something of this nature earlier. I said that my job as a leader is to train those around me to the point that I'm out of a job. So a true leader is constantly creating employees with the knowledge and experience to take his or her place. A boss is afraid of the competition. A boss is afraid that she or he'll be replaced and is too self-centered and too concerned about the career aspirations of himself or herself to really consider the aspirations of the employees, right? A leader, on the other hand, is always looking out for the best interest of the employees because it's one of those those ideas where 
if, if I can help you succeed, then that is success to me, right? If I can help you succeed, then that is success to me. That's how I measure success is if I have helped you succeed. Leaders will tend to use positive techniques for motivation while bosses tend to criticize. And number seven, leaders take responsibility. When the team fails, the leader is still out in front taking the brunt of the criticism. On the other hand, a boss tends to try and absolve absolve himself as much as possible from any responsibility. They don't want to take responsibility. They're, they're easy to or quick to throw someone else or another team member or someone under the bus so that they are not the ones that have to be accountable for the issue or for the problem. A boss is quick to blame his or her employees. A leader always turns the blame on themselves first. I've run into this situation on several occasions, and I'll be honest with you, as a human, <laughs> as a human, the first thing that you want to do is think, who else can I blame for this? But as a developed trait, you have to actually stop and think, how can I be responsible for this? Or how am I responsible for this? Maybe it was simply that um, the training that I provided did not cover um, cover this explicitly. And so then my team didn't know what to do when they came to this situation. Maybe, you know, I need, I, I didn't give my team the correct supports that they needed in order to be successful. Maybe I misrepresented the task that needed to be completed and, or the time frame in which it, in which we needed to complete this. Maybe there was some kind of responsibility that I myself had in this situation. I always love the the idea that, you know, when you point your finger at someone else, when you point blame at someone else, I, I want you to actually physically hold your hand up and point your finger at someone else. As you're pointing that one finger, maybe it's your index finger, at someone else, if you look just below it, you'll notice that there are three other fingers pointing right back at you. Use that as a reminder not to blame others because oftentimes oftentimes the blame lies in you and or the responsibility for correcting the problem lies within you. All right? Not always. There are there are exceptions to that rule, but oftentimes you as the leader need to take responsibility. And what does that do for the, the morale of your team? When they see you jump in front of the bullet from the higher ups, wow. You know, think about the loyalty and and you know what that's gonna mean for for what that team thinks of you now. So I want you to think back over your work history. And I know without question that you can identify some people in your past who have been in leadership positions that acted more like bosses than they did leaders. As a matter of fact, it's probably more common that you can identify people as bosses where only a few of the leaders in your past, or the, the people in leadership positions in your past could be considered leaders according to the context in which we are defining them today. And I want you to think about 
the work environment, the morale of the team in each of those situations. And I think, I think that you're going to realize the same thing that I do and, and have is that you would much rather be on a team being led by a quote-unquote leader and not by a boss. When you feel like you're operating in the dark with very little support and very few developmental opportunities, what, what's the point? Why, why do you even give it much effort? However, when you go to work and there's someone who is encouraging you and enthusiastic and jumping in right beside you and working right beside you, doing the same things that you are, then you are more likely to enjoy that and, and, and get fulfillment from that position, right? And let's tie this back into at home. You know, if you lead by example at home and you, you, you do all these, these things that we're talking about, have a purpose, you know, why do you have to make the bed every day? Why do we have to take the trash out every week? What is the reason behind this? Share and give a purpose, right? Remember the importance of being a leader versus being a, a boss. It's much more enjoyable to work for a leader and to live with a leader than it is a boss. So I want you to decide what is one way that this week you can develop your leadership skills to be a better leader. Come up with one way because ultimately you'll be helping yourself and as a result you'll be helping your employees and even your family and your friends. Be a leader in a world of bosses. All right, friends, that brings us to the end of today's podcast episode. As I mentioned earlier, if you are thinking that you would benefit or could benefit from our one-on-one -on -one coaching program, definitely jump over to laserfocused.life and sign up for your free 30-minute discovery coaching session. And we can meet face-to-face, -face, discuss your hopes and dreams and all of those things. And really what we're going to do is we're going to determine if it would be a good fit for you and I to enter into a coaching relationship, which is what ultimately I'm hoping that we can do because I want to help you achieve and maintain success at work, but more importantly at life. And remember I said earlier that your success is how I define my success. So really I'm going to work hard to make sure that you are successful. And once again, if you have a question or a comment or there's anything that you would like to, um, to discuss, jump over to podinbox.com slash do more and record a message and it may end up on a future episode of the Do More podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, don't forget to make today a great day. 